This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic on BFM 89.9. Hi, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan, and joining me for today's review is Adriana Nordin Manan, who is, of course, a writer, a playwright, and a translator. Always good to have you on, Adriana. Hi, Shamila, and it's always good to be here. So we're reviewing an art exhibition today that um, Adriana actually brought to my attention. It's called Seven Princesses Descending to Garden. It's a solo exhibition by Tetriana Ahmad Fauzi happening at the Core Design Gallery until the 29th of July. Um, very visually striking exhibition, I must say, and I'm going to do it grave injustice by trying to describe what it is. But essentially, it's inspired by um, mythology, a, a sort of mythology that Tetriana herself has created around notions of uh, girls and, and fairy tales and folk tales. And this is embodied by a series of what she calls expanded abstract paintings. Um, and the best way to describe it in a very, very layperson way is that she does these um, drip paintings on canvas and then sort of cuts them and reassembles them into these huge sculpturesque forms um, to resemble flowers, um, insects, uh, you know, all sorts of um, abstract shapes that nevertheless recall the feminine, that recall nature in, in very specific ways. Um, and I think that's a great starting point. Um, actually, why don't you tell us, Adriana, what drew you to want to go to this in the first place? Um, it was really the vibrancy of the works um, and their shapes. Uh, I think because it's very abstract, right? And they're like relief, they're sculptures essentially, uh, and like layers upon layers, and they were soft, the, the way they were like folded, uh, really, really struck me. I was, I, I like colours, <laughs> I mm. like bright things, and I really thought that it would be something that I just wanted to see and be in the presence of. So that's why, and I was also intrigued by the title, right? Seven Princesses. Um, so that's why, yeah, I thought it would be a good uh, exhibition to catch, really. Yeah, I, I was really attracted by the name as well. Um, I love mythology. Um, I also I also love art that I think tries to have a little fun or, or sort of take, take joy in the whimsical side of things. And this exhibition um, really does do that. I, I've not seen Tetrana's works before, but I will say that um, just looking at photos of the works don't do them justice. Uh, because like you said, they are sort of really intricately constructed things. When you're there in person, you can see the way the canvas has been torn and refolded and, and pleated and assembled. And there's something very um, organic and um, quite I think it really draws you in the works. Um, they're not they're not that many. It's it's one floor, um, and they're a series of huge pieces. And then there is a sort of smaller contained series of works, which all take on the same uh, themes um, and are meant to be, I think, a part of this story of these princesses that she's telling. Um, what were some of the main things that struck you? You know, Sharmila, I was looking back at it and because I went uh, on an afternoon, I, I went on my own and then I realized and then when I went away from it, I realized that it was really one of those shows that is a full outing for yourself where you let yourself be absorbed by the art. And just to share, like, I was had a little sketchbook and I sat on the floor um, and, and I think this is also credit to the to, to uh, the, the gallery, Core Design Gallery. It just had a different feel, mm. a bit of a homey feel. And maybe that's just something to think about, about, you know, like when it's in, in, in a house, right, a space. 
So I sat there and I sat on the floor and I just looked at the major works that really caught my eye. And it just, I felt like my vision was shifting. I saw like a silhouette of, of a woman and I was like, oh, I think maybe this is, you know, like a Tuan Putri. I could see that, you know, almost like a Kabaya-esque silhouette. And then I saw something that looked like flames and then flowers. Um, yeah, and I find, and I did some sketching as a result. So I think it's really, what, what I think uh, I would like people to know is that it's one of those uh, exhibitions where you go and to be really present and just to really like lose yourself in a sense uh, in the art, in a very still, quiet and uh, whimsical too manner, yeah. Um, it's very clear when you read the artist's essay um, and even the, the the show notes that she's actually put a lot of thought into this concept because she's essentially created a mythological story, a mythological world, and then visualized them through art. And, and I think yeah. on the outset, it may not be so clear how you can, especially because it's abstract works. Yeah. But the more time you spend with the works, you're right, the more you start seeing narratives in these abstract mm-hmm. works, which I love. Um, Like you said, uh, when you first go in, what strikes you is perhaps the shapes, right? Uh, Some of them look, uh, one looks like a giant butterfly, uh, one looks like flowers. And then, of course, um, as these things do, to me, they sometimes evoke, um, you know, female genitalia, for instance, or mm-hmm. um, and, and which I liked because obviously this is meant to be a work that alludes to women um, and stories of girls. So naturally, those are some interesting themes to take on. Um, yeah. But the more time you spend, you know, at some point I thought, oh, is that Songket? Like, you know, do some of these works look like Songket? Is that yeah. Bate? Uh, is that the fold of a sarong? Um, yeah. You know, is that two girls sort of holding hands? Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know, there's something quite magical about how that happens the more time you spend yeah. with the works. And again, feeds back into not being given the entire story, but yeah. almost being given a... a, a a sort of an outline of a story and then you fill in the gaps yourself. I, yeah. I actually love that experience. Uh, no, that's, I completely agree. And actually for me, it was a learning moment. It was a teachable moment for me because um, I, before I went, I was seeking out the narr- the written narrative beforehand. And that's, you know, ta-da, I'm a writer. I, I don't know, I guess that's how it, I'm being conditioned, right? And I was like, what's the story here? Like, who are these princesses? And then when I read, and so you don't get those descriptions, you only get the name, right? I actually case. thought it was a real Malay folktale that she was evoking ah. at first. So then I was like, wait, but where's the story? Like, wh- yeah, exactly. what story is this? Yeah. Exactly, but so it was a it was a learning moment for me, I guess, as uh, as I'm progressing as somebody to like to uh, an art, somebody who views art, right, a visual art. Um, yeah, and then I realized actually that's quite immaterial, and and Tetrana says as much. I feel in her essay where she says that how it's interpreted and received is is doesn't matter really those stories. Um, so yeah, it was for me. I was like, hmm, I, I wanted to say in the beginning. Uh, when I first arrived, I was like, I think this is a point that I can bring up. Like maybe, you know, something that they could have looked into more to maybe link more the written narrative to the art. But then I figured, no, I don't know. That's, so, that's maybe take off your writer's hat a little bit and just think about how maybe visual artists, their creative process. Um, yeah, it, it really kept it very open-ended, which, um, yeah, as I said earlier, made it a really, really a conducive space um, to just um, release yourself really into the, the art and the the visions and how the yeah the shifting images um i remember looking at one uh one piece which made the way i would describe it uh of course not doing it uh, true justice in the end is that it's a mix between like a Bal- balinese mask 
a flower and like flames mm. if they were just like overlapped over one another that's how i received it and yeah as you said some of them had their little folds which uh, evoked uh, carvings if you ask me traditional carvings and maybe like the idea of the kerawang right in 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 malay uh, artistry so yeah those uh, those were some of the things that i took away and i think that's why i um pleasantly surprised really at how much i took away from it really and uh, as i said it was a teachable moment for me as well as an arts viewer do you think though that that makes the exhibition inaccessible or a little bit difficult for mm-hmm. people who may not be inclined to kind of take that leap because um yeah. yes you and i are perhaps a little bit more um you know we are writers we mm-hmm. uh look at art a lot but you know if you talk about a a, a sort of not as in tune with the arts kind of audience I mean yes Mm -hmm. the the works are gorgeous they're beautiful just to look at but do you think without cueing from the exhibition Mm. whether people would just be like "Hmm, what am I looking at and what is this I mean is that a problem and I'm not saying it is I'm just wondering whether for a general audience there might need to be a little bit more of signposting Hmm, that's a good question, Shamila. And I'm of two minds about that because, like, I don't want to be somebody who, like, presupposes the the importance of the written text Mm. to accompany visual art. And, uh, I, you know, if... Gosh, I'm trying to pretend if I was like, you know, Adriana, before uh, she, 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 she visited more art shows, I think I would just appreciate it because it's pretty, la, Shamila. I yeah. really think it would be fine. I think it would be fine because... They're just really pretty and you would know. I mean, I know sometimes people see art, art pieces and they're like, this is art, you know, those question marks. But I think, I don't think anybody would have that question if they look at it, you know, yeah. even, even if they're not so, you know, in tune uh, with with uh, with like what it means to uh, receive a visual like art. Um, yeah, I think it'd be fine. It would just be chantik, just really nice uh, on the eyes. Yeah. No, you're right. And, and you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of works that leave people feeling... Like, oh, that's beautiful. Um, But also, oh, there's so much work put into that. Because at the end of the day, it may be abstract, but it's not red splash of paint on white canvas. Yeah, like a banana on a wall, you know? (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah, so I do think that even if you're not somebody who's inclined to kind of go on a flight of fancy with an artwork... you couldn't help but look at these and think, oh, one, yes, they're truly beautiful. Um, yeah. And two, so much work and construction went into this. And and perhaps if that's all you took away, that's okay as well. And and hopefully that leads you down a particular way of thinking about what visual art could be. Um, yeah. We do need to take a break, but we're talking about Seven Princesses Descending to Garden. It's a solo exhibition by Tetriana Ahmad Fauzi, showing until the 29th of July at Core Design Gallery. Let us know, are you a fan of abstract art exhibitions? Uh, particularly if they have a, a sort of local link. You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Brainy, fancy material. BFM 89.9. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila. And today I'm joined by Adriana Nordin Manan, who is a writer, a playwright, a translator. And together we are reviewing Seven Princesses Descending to Garden. It's a solo art exhibition by Tetriana Ahmad Fauzi. It's showing until the 29th of July at Core Design Gallery. Um, Adriana, I wanted to pick up on one particular aspect that stood out to me, um, which is the colours. Uh, because you mentioned earlier that you, you, you're attracted to colours. Um, I found it interesting that despite the fact that 
the work sort of really use so many different colors. When you look at all of them in the same space, there is a there is a sort of general tendency for there to be uh, there's a softness to the shades. Mm. Even very bright shades like yellow or reds are kind of slightly muted. Um, there's a there's a, and it almost felt intimate. I think intimacy is the word. I think even the very bright colors tended to take on an intimate sort of feel. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm essentially just saying I love the way the exhibition and the artist uses color uh, to kind of draw you in. Uh, no, definitely. And as you were speaking, I was actually thinking a bit uh, about my opinions on it. And I think what I'm looking for is a sense of unity. Mm. Like even if there is like there's the one uh, that I really liked, it's uh, mostly purples. Uh, but the way and then like it's backdrop, uh, there were the pieces that were in blue and and a bit of red and gray, but they just they just worked so well. Um, and and yeah, I the, the, I think yeah, it's definitely the, the sense of unity. The yellows, the ones that are more yellow, the ones that are purple, and then there's the one that is a, a bit of yellow on purple. But even that was so just so, such a, a sight to behold. And uh, one thing that it made me think about was that if this was ever made into fabric, I would definitely right buy a few meters. Yeah. yeah, and very Nusantara colors, I have to say. Um, there's, there's to me at least the shades, yeah. the way they're perhaps not the colors themselves, but the way they are paired, the way you know yeah. the, the contrast between particular yeah. shades, the blue against the yellow, mm-hmm. felt very um, of this of this region. I, I thought, mm, and maybe that's something to say about um, what Tetrana's references to, like uh, the re- floral references, mm. right? In, in art, in art. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I think maybe the botanical. Uh, felt uh, didn't feel jarring yeah what did you make of the themes because um, while the show doesn't necessarily hit you on the head with the fact that these are stories of women of Mm -hmm. girls um, Mm -hmm. and and I think notions of togetherness and and female sisterhood and all those things Mm -hmm. I did feel like the show is just saturated in these ideas, even if they're not in your face about it. And I, I really like that. I liked how the moment you walk in, there's a, there's a feel of a female space. Um, yeah. There is a sense of um, togetherness. Actually, you use the mm-hmm. word unity. And I was thinking this notion of seven princesses being together in one space. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all, to me at least, I, I loved how the themes were evoked without being literal. Um, and I, I thought that was very clever. Yeah, no, I think uh, what I was really taken by, and I okay, I mean, talking about signposting, uh, I mean, I know it's uh, not to overstate it, but I think the titles also. Yes. Kind of a little bit the titles of, of the words, right? that's true. Yeah, yeah, a sense of like sisterly camaraderie, a few, like, for example, uh, keep it close to your body, mm-hmm. glance and turn this way, look into my eyes, I'm listening. So, okay, um, I would say even sensual. Yes, yeah, yes, definitely sensual, yeah. but also an idea of 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 uh, uh, femininity, if I may put it that way. And uh, the more I think about it, I I'm also looking back on what you said about the Nusantara references. It's just replete. I mean, it looks like a sangol. Some parts of them look like a sangol, yeah, or like your headpiece, right? Like uh, for uh, usually a bridal wear. But then when you look a bit further, it looks like um, corals. Um and yeah and I know there's one and it is going to be a bit loopy it looks like the crown of a pineapple even so you know it's uh they the, just those things that 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 come out there um yeah I wouldn't have thought about it I'll admit about the Nusantara elements per se but now that you mention it 
yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and you've actually given me something to think about by saying, well, perhaps that's because they're meant to reference local flowers. And mm-hmm. definitely maybe to my head, that's the, you, you know that thing, right? Oh, trees in the West look different. Flowers in the West look different. Yes. Yeah. It, I think it's that. It's that the the botanical inspirations behind these pieces are mm. recognisable to me as local. Yeah. And I think that's what made me think, oh, Nusantara, Malaysia, Malaya, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. I I have to say, that while the large pieces were gorgeous mm-hmm. um, and actually uh, immediately catch your eye, I also equally enjoyed, there's a smaller series of, um, mm. you know, uh, uh, framed works that are all mounted yeah. together. I think it's, it's called the Camo Petal series. Mm-hmm. And um, those were, I think, particularly evocative for me of um, like Georgia O'Keeffe paintings, yep. where flowers are kind of used yep. to refer to women and, mm-hmm. and um, uh, women's bodies and, mm-hmm. and Flowers are also then used to reflect on femininity, but complexity. So um, I love that series. And I actually thought that the playing around with scale, having Mm -hmm. these large, larger than life pieces, and then these small, intimate pieces as well. um, I mean, I'm not sure how much was deliberate, but the way they were shown also really Mm -hmm. helped to kind of tell a story in a certain way. Yeah, they look like pieces to me. They're just like smaller pieces of because they're smaller, right? So they uh, look like uh, just smaller works of like paper art. Yes. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Would, would you call it a collage? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so no, I was I I appreciated the small pieces and I I like them, but I I don't know. I was really taken by the bigger ones. Mm. So they they they're the ones where I was like, oh, you're so nice, like. Yeah, um, I'm I'm a good I'm a good art researcher, so I didn't touch it, of course. But um, oh, but yeah, but to all... resist was tough, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, was, I really yeah. wanted to like touch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, if you're the... taking kids, I think you have to be yeah. careful. <laughs> you might have to be careful with that. But yeah, I think yeah, the, the small ones, what they're the ones, the one I'm I'm looking back at them like the they're the ones that looked. Um, one of them especially looks like a coral. Uh, sea influence but you can definitely see the the floral uh, aspects as well and yeah no it's definitely botanical to me I'm thinking about like you know how orchids sometimes look like they're full yes, right? like orchids yes. and there's this flower I forgot the names like uh, yeah, and where it's like like flames yeah the so. smaller ones to me also I think had a little bit more comp- complications um, they, mm. they don't always look pretty they look a bit oh. messy or a little bit mm tense in particular mm. ways as well which I which mm. I think is is interesting because um, obviously you cannot tell stories of femaleness without also talking about how it's not always just pretty and yeah. happy right yeah. um, so I liked that certain like maybe ah, the smaller ones made me feel a little bit anxious sometimes ah. um, which I didn't mind I thought um, I thought that was interesting uh, we are nearly out of time I just wanted mm. to um, get you to sum it up Adriana um would you recommend the show to people and why? I would definitely recommend this show to people when they're not in a hurry, you know, mm. to just walk in and like absorb it. And yeah, just just build your own little connection and your little, connect your own little dots and just soak, soak it in. There is a, a lot to take in in the moment, especially. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, thank you for reviewing this with me. 
Thank you, Shamila, for the invitation. We've been reviewing Seven Princesses Descending to Garden. It's a solo art exhibition by Tatriana Ahmad Fauzi. It's showing until the 29th of July at Core Design Gallery. Let us know, are you a fan of abstract art? Um, are you a fan of art that tells Malaysian stories? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.